pick is finally in. With the first pick of the 2014 NFL Draft. With the first selection of the 2018 MLB Draft. With the first pick in the 2003 NBA Draft. Now for the reason we're all here. We have some business to do. The first selection. Welcome of the to the first pick podcast. Thursday night football preview. I'm your boy, Vinny Goombots. You know where to find me by now. At Vinny Goombots on Twitter and Instagram. V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. You are listening to the first pick podcast. Our social media content. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. At the first pick pod. I'm with my man, Big Kev. Where could they find you? Where could they listen to us? At BiggestBoss76 on Instagram and Twitter. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, PodCoin, and Apple iTunes. We're working on a couple others. So you guys can get your content wherever you want to. But Thursday night preview. My boys, the Cheeseheads, Green Bay Packers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Green Bay minus four, four and a half, five. I'm seeing a bunch of different numbers. Total sitting at 45. The Packers win. Okay. I think they cover. Okay. And this is only because of injuries. That's the only reason why I feel this way. Now, Alshon Jeffrey looks like he's trying to work. He's trying to work it out. You know, so we'll see what happens with him when that comes into the game because I think he's enough to make it matter. Actually, he's not on their list right now as far as even being questionable. We uh, might have to check that. I'm seeing him on the questionable list. Okay, because so. I have one right here. It has Derek Barnett, Tim Jernigan, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Corey Clement, but I didn't see his name on there. But all right, sounds good. And then uh, Rashawn Gary for the Packers is questionable. Kevin King, uh, Orion Burks, and Jake Kumarov. None of those names are really that important other than uh, Kevin King and Rashawn Gary. But I think the Packers are going to win this one. And I don't think it's going to be that close. And I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to, it might be a route. Now, the only thing that they have to really lean on, I think, as far as Philadelphia is concerned at this point in time, is that run defense. They are strong. So they're going to stifle us. But I don't think we're even going to come out and try. I think we're going to come out. We're going to pass right away. And we're going to see what happens there. But that's my view on the beginning of the game. How about you? How are you seeing it? Uh, yeah. So from the standpoint of fantasy, uh, I'm. I have Alshon in one of my leagues. I also picked up Nelson Aguilar this week and started him plug and play. He worked out pretty well for me with two touchdowns, 50 yards receiving. I think he had five receptions. But um, the Green Bay Packers are the second-rated defense against the pass. So even if Alshon plays the uh, coming off the injury, I don't know if he's a guy I want to start. Um, and even Aguilar, I got to look at my roster and see what my other options are. But, you know, on a short week, you, you put these guys in on Thursday, and if they don't do well, you got to stare at it all the way till Sunday. It's the worst. Um, Kevin and I spoke last week, and we were I was trying to decide between DJ Chark or Nelson Aguilar. And um, Thursday, probably the second quarter, DJ Chark scored a touchdown, and I was like, oh, no. And Kevin texted me. He was like, did you start him? And I was like, nope. Come Sunday, Aguilar made me feel better because he had an extra, I think, five or six points. It uh, didn't matter anyway because I still lost. But – um, I'm, I'm weary about the Philadelphia Eagles uh, receiving core. As far as the Packers receiving core, Devontae Adams has been on a down tick the uh, last two games, but the Eagles have the 31st rated 
defense against the wide receiver. Hmm. There's only one team in the NFL worse than that. So that means start this boy, Devontae Adams, and let him get you some points. Kev says he's going to get up a 30-burger. I'm telling you right now. I said it. Okay. And Vince just said it. I believe it. I, I, I believe Devontae, this is the bounce-back game. You know, and I say bounce-back because the first three hasn't really been as impressive as he normally is. Um, and if you got Scantling, he's coming off a 99-yard touchdown performance. Uh, I forget did you the, see that play? I did. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just I feel like with the, the Packers um, guy next to the guy, I feel like every week it changes. Last week it was Geronimo. This week it's Scantling. Uh, maybe next time it's going to be Equinemius St. Brown. Who knows? But uh, that's a real name, by the way, people. It is. So um, I don't know, man. I, I just, as far as the wide receivers go, aside from Devontae, I'm not in that spot where I want to start one of these guys on a Thursday unless, uh, you know, I'm in, I'm at the bye week situation where there's only two teams on a bye and really there's really nobody fantasy relevant on the Jets wide receiving core. And um, there, you don't have a strong suit for San Fran's wide receiver core. So for me, starting one of the other wide receivers aside from Devontae Adams on Thursday, that's going to be a stretch for me. Uh, I disagree with that okay. one because I think uh, Valdez Scantlin, mm-hmm. I think he can really be a, a wonderful flex for you. And you just said it. The 31st ranked, I didn't know where they ranked at, but I knew they were at the bottom of the league when it came to passing. And that's why uh, when we get to that with it or against it, you're going to see uh, see a name there from the Green Bay Packers. because, And I think Valdez Scantlin has value because I think he's going to get deep on them at one point or another. And I'll also add this. I watched the post-conference game after the Packers beat Denver this weekend. And Aaron Rodgers, first of all, he said he gave all the props in the world to his offensive line. He's like, I got touched one time today. He said, I'm going to go home, have some scotch, and watch film on the Eagles. He's like, he's like, I feel good. He's like, usually I go into Thursday sore. He's like, not this time. He's like, they took care of me. The second thing that happened during that that I took away, he was angry. He didn't seem happy. He seemed kind of bitter. And his team is 3-0. and And he's like, I don't want to just be an okay offense. He's like, I don't want to be the okay offense next to the great defense. He's like, I want to score points. I want to win games. He's like, I want to blow people out. So he made it clear to his football team that they need to get it together. And I kind of think they're going to come out and prove that this Thursday. And I can see your point that you're saying that. And I, I don't disagree with the Eagles being so banged up. This is going to be a tough task for them on a short week. Um, if Alshon gets out there and plays, I definitely think that's going to help them because it alleviates pressure on Aguilar, Goddard, Ertz, the whole receiving core, whoever's out there playing, Matt Collins, J.J. Arcega, Whiteside. Uh, as of right now, Deshaun Jackson sits at doubtful, so he won't be in this game for the most part, especially that it's only you know a couple days away. Running backs. Kevin and I were just discussing. I'm uh, waffling between starting Jamal Williams and or Miles Sanders. In our listener league, I have Matt Breida on a bye, so I'm in a spot where I need to start one of these guys. The Philadelphia Eagles are going up against your Packers, and they have the 31st rated defense against the run. We did speak about that on our week three recap episode that the Packers have been getting gashed on the ground. Uh, what do you feel about starting Jordan Howard and or Miles Sanders in this situation? I I like both of them, quite honestly. We have been getting gashed. Philip Lindsay had a good day. Freeman had a good Royce Freeman had a good day last week against us. We've had we have had that problem. I also think it's gonna be corrected. I don't know if it's corrected this Thursday, mm-hmm. but I think it will be. But one thing that we can't correct is size. 
We have guys who are versatile. Zadarius Smith is great. Preston Smith is great. These are big guys, but they're not the kind of big guys we're talking about. I'm talking about 320, 330, the guy that's stuck up in the middle, which is great. And now Kenny Clark is there. He's one of the best defensive tackles in the league. He's going to be up there with the Fletcher Cox and Rankins soon enough, but he's not enough. So we're going to either, we can't get any bigger unless we go pick some people up. So we're going to have to fill in those gaps and we'll see what happens. But I'm with you on that. If you want to start Howard for some goal line touches that he'll probably get. And Miles Sanders showed a little spark last week between catching the ball, running the ball. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, as far as Miles Sanders, he definitely looked great. I just worry about the split carries because Howard looked good too. You know what I mean? He looked good towards the goal line, and, you know, sometimes he's going to take away those touchdowns that Miles Sanders would get. Uh, the other side of the ball there, Aaron Jones and your boy Jamal Williams. They're both questionable right now. Um, I think one or definitely – they're both – both could play. I think one is definitely playing. Do you have any indication on if you think, you know, either of the two won't play? I think both of them will be there. Okay. Based off of what I'm reading, it doesn't look like anything. The problem is there's no more probable designation for, for players. So everybody – either questionable or doubtful. Questionable, doubtful, or they're out already. Those are mm. the only options we have. Usually probable lets you know, all right, the guy's probably going to play. So, but I, I don't see that any of their injuries are strong enough to keep them out of the game yet. We'll see. Also, they don't practice until tomorrow and Thursday, so we have to see what practice looks like. But the initial outtake is that uh, I heard I was listening to Matt LaFleur speak, and he doesn't seem too nervous. Okay, and just something to keep in mind, people, the Packers running backs will be facing the Philadelphia Eagles' sixth-rated run defense in the Mm. league. Um, means there's only five teams better than them. Eagles' run D is really good. I actually I was an Aaron Jones owner in one league. I just traded him away, but I am still an Aaron Jones owner in another league. So uh, I'm wondering what to do there. If I'm going to start him, start Williams, or start Sanders. I got a lot of guys uh, in this game trying to figure out what I'm going to do. But with still two days away, you know, I, I figure I'll make the uh, the right assessment there. What are we doing with the tight end situation here? You don't take any. Well. You're not taking Jimmy Graham. Okay. Don't. Okay. That's that's how I feel about that guy. He is he is not very good right now. He's hurt. He's trying to stay on the field, even when I don't think he actually should. Uh, Tawan is our backup. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. T O N Y Tanyan. Tanyan. Right. Yeah, don't, don't, don't forget, you got the classic over there. Right, the, the German Mercedes Lewis. That's right. He's, he's I say the German, there. but I mean, if you if y'all know what cars, you know, I mean, I mean German car, <laughs> not that Mercedes Lewis is German, but go ahead. <laughs> Understood. But you know, Mercedes Mercedes Lewis is good. He understands the offense. He's more of a blocker than a catcher. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers has hit him the last uh, uh, the last few games, so he's not out of the question. But I don't think he has a major day. And then Zach Ertz, are we really? You know. I mean, you, you can't bench the guy, but I, I do have to point out that the Packers have the fifth-rated defense against the tight end, mm-hmm. so that's something you want to take account of. And I, I say that, guys, is because you're not benching Ertz here. You're not. Not on a Thursday night. You're not doing it. But at the same time, don't expect this guy to drop a 30-burger. Right. You know what I mean? He's playing a tough defense, especially if they're down D-Jacks and possibly Alshon Jeffrey. Then maybe you could kind of jump up a little bit. But it's kind of like give and take because – if you have those receivers, he might get open more, might get a guy on him that's, you know, normally wouldn't be guarding him. But if the flip side of it is there's nobody to throw the ball to, he got to get something. You right. know what I mean? And our, both of our corners, Jair Alexander, he's locked down. 
He is somebody that our team is comfortable leaving on Julio Jones, comfortable leaving on Hopkins. You're by yourself all day. Enjoy the island. We'll see you in 60 minutes kind of thing. So, and Kevin King is not too far behind him. A little different. He's 6'3". He's bigger. Not as quick. We'll see what they do. But like Vince said, you're starting, Zach Ertz. Come on. So, um, taking on to the betting angle of this game here, uh, the spread opened up at minus four and a half. I've already seen an uptick to five, even five and a half in some shops. Uh, I definitely see this going to six by game time, which is kind of crazy because the Eagles aren't a bad team. It's just the injuries. That's it. Uh, the injuries on a short week, traveling to Lambeau. The other thing I like here, uh, an angle that, that might not be spoke about a lot, is the Packers. I said it before, excuse me uh, if I'm repeating myself, but I, I, you know, for new listeners, I have to do this. Uh, hopefully there's new listeners. Yes, I would but love that. The Packers were home for three of their first four weeks of the season, and they played their last preseason game at home as well. They also had 10 days to prep before their first. They also have 10 days to prep before their three-game home stretch, which started, you know, obviously week one. Um, this early line, what I say with that is the early line. They put lines out throughout the whole season. The early line was set at Packers minus two. Now, they factor in the, the injuries, what's going on with Philly, the record, and now that's set to minus four, four and a half. It's already ticking up to five, five and a half. So everything's saying everyone's pointing towards the Packers here, and I agree with that. Uh, if I was going to take a wager here, I'm definitely going to lay it on the Packers, and um, I would get it in ASAP because I think this thing closes somewhere around six. And getting the Eagles at plus six isn't a bad thing either, only because I think this game goes under. The Packers' first three games of the season, all three unders. Um, However, I am the guy that likes to buck the trend. Do I think this game could go over? Yes, because I know at any given time, Aaron Rodgers is going to explode. And it might be this game to Valdez-Scantling. It might be this game to Devontae Adams, where these guys are both catching bombs. And the next thing you know, it's 14-0 Packers in the first quarter. So I'm thinking for me, this is a stay away. Although I lean towards the under and the Packers, that's usually not a correlation that I like to, to find. I either like the dog in the under or the favorite in the over. That's kind of the way that um mathematicians... Uh, that 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 bet on numbers look at the angle. So for me, I'm waffling. Okay. And um, if I find any kind of wager, it's going to be on the Packers, and I'll probably wind up teasing it down to even because uh, I don't want to lay that 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 kind of number there. Even though you think it could be a blowout, I, I it, it could be. It could be. I also just another angle for the Eagles. Just to, something is Fletcher Cox. We are starting Elgicton Jenkins. He's a rookie. A really good rookie at mm-hmm. left guard. Lane Taylor's down. So I will say, keep that in mind. Because if he abuses that young boy, which he, he has a quite obviously a chance to do that, that could be a problem. Now, as an offensive line, we have a really, really good one who held Bradley Chubb and Von Miller to zero sacks last yeah. week. No, I got you. Um, And it just like I said, I, I can't look anywhere else than taking the Packers minus the four, four and a half, five, five and a half, whatever it is. Just the fact that this team's been in Wisconsin for the last month. You know, they only went that one game to Chicago. Then they're back home for a three-game home stretch. Uh, 
There's no travel implications for this team. Not that Philly has to go far from, you know, Philly to Wisconsin. It's not a big travel, but it is a short week. I can't look anywhere other than taking the Packers in this game. But I'm not a I'm not a fan of always laying points. You know what I mean? I like to get points. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to wind up pulling a trigger here. But if I'm picking a side, it's definitely the Packers. And it's obvious it's a favorite. And uh, I like the under as well because uh, I'm not sure if – the Eagles can score much against your defense. But I'm afraid of your offense exploding because Aaron Rodgers is good for that at any given time, and it hasn't happened yet. It's coming soon. I just don't know when. Anything else on this game before we wrap up our Thursday preview? No, that's it. Like, And what you just said, it just lends so much to the Packers, but based off of some of the trends and numbers you were thinking, it still has you waffling. I, I don't know. Only thing I know, I think the Packers win this game. Okay. Um, that's all we got guys for our Thursday night preview we got some good feedback on our last Thursday night preview if you enjoyed this one please let us know we're trying to we're trying to implement this into our our schedule moving forward Uh, even if it's the Bengals and the Browns playing or something like that we talk about everybody doing it we're still doing it so uh, again we hope you guys enjoy you're listening to the first pick pod I'm your boy Vinny Goombas I'm with my man Big Kev Take us out because Kev's the closer. At Biggest Boss 76. We're on our way out. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Podcoin, iTunes. Watch the game. Like Vince said, get back at us. Hopefully you let you hopefully you like what we're doing. Hit us up. All those other places. Enjoy Thursday night football.